All right, we are accepting calls this hour from time travelers only. If you have traveled in time, or you are presently a traveler to this time, then we want to hear from you. Otherwise, the phone lines are closed, but for that group, they are certainly open. Uh, with that in mind, uh, top of the morning to you on the wild card line. You are on the air. Hello. Hello. How you doing? Welcome back to the Infinite Fringe. Hope everybody is doing well. It's another another week, another another month down, man. It's, uh, 2021 feels like it just started, and we're uh, approaching March so quickly. It's incredible. It's just going by in the blink of an eye. It'll be 2022, ladies and gentlemen. So let's get ready. Let's see what else the, the year has to offer. And uh, we have some uh, exciting things here happening on the fringe and i'm glad that you all are listening to me you all are hanging around thank you very much for your time thank you very much for uh your ears and uh, your open minds really appreciate it uh have a special guest here with us today uh mr gates from the hater rising podcast now you guys know i'm over on um aftermath media uh and broadcasting out of there uh clyde lewis's um uh platform uh, and uh, and this is how I came to meet Mr. Gates and uh, really cool dude, really smart dude. And I was like, you know what? Got to have him on the fringe at some point. Mr. Gates, what is going on? Welcome to your maiden voyage of the infinite fringe. How are you, buddy? Hey, how is it going? man? Thank you for having me. Uh, thank you for coming on, brother. Listen, I-, I want you to tell the people who may not be familiar with what it is you do. Tell them what you do. Tell them what you're about. Tell them what Mr. Gates does on a regular basis. Well, in the podcasting world, uh, that's just what I do. I do podcasting. I uh, have a show called the Hater Razi Radio Show. It's a podcast available on most uh, podcast platforms. And, of course, we have exclusive stuff at Aftermath.media. Uh, but, yeah, it's just comedy, dark comedy. Uh, I have to warn you. There's a, <laughs> uh, you know, there's a disclaimer. Dark um, comedy. I'm interested. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. You know, just, just to, you know, take a look at life. And, and twist it around. You know, I, I like to, you know, take everyday situations and say, hey, well, what if it's really this? And we think it's that, you know, so give me an example. a bunch of that. Um, OK, I'll go my last podcast. Like, have you ever sat around and wondered what's the Antichrist doing right now? You no, know, I never here. have, actually. But <laughs> <laughs> right. now, but now you know, I'm very interested. Go ahead. He's here somewhere, you know, and, and I mean, according to Scripture, these are the times. So the question is, who is it and what is he he or she doing right now? And then, you know, if we go by the, the way it's written, this is supposed to be someone who does great things, you know, for the planet and, right. and, and, and takes everyone's guards down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but, you know, the ultimate his ultimate purpose is to damn us all to hell. So hmm. it's kind of like a, an entrapment deal. It's like, how, how can we not like this guy if he does all this great stuff? How are we supposed to see through that? 
Hmm. You know, so I like, you know, it's just little things like that that make no sense. They're, they're not really important in the scheme of things. But if you want to be entertained for my uh, for a minute, having your your, your worldview twisted, come on over to the Haterasi radio show. Well, some people would say that it, that that it's important, right, to have these conversations yeah. and flesh them out in that manner. Like, uh, you know, uh, actually, you know, and, and we'll continue down the road of who you are and, and what your podcast is about and all that other stuff. But right. to stay right here on the Antichrist. Um, do you think you alluded to the fact that you think the Antichrist is here right now? Yes. I mean, I, I don't know if that's a, a belief you hold, but but yeah. you can go yeah, ahead well, and tell me. What's up? Well, you know, I'm not a religious person right. at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with that old excuse. I'm spiritual. Right, right. right. I, you know, I, I'm not arrogant enough to believe that I'm the ultimate thing. Right. I think there is something greater than all of us now. Yeah. Whether, you know, as far as which book is correct, which dogma is the one to be following i don't get into all that but i'm entertained by it right and so the antichrist thing is always intriguing me since i was a kid (laughs) right yeah and so it's just one of those things that i don't really be like i'm not losing sleep over it right but i mean hey if according to scripture he should be here right about now so (laughs) have you ever given given any thought to the Uh antichrist being an artificial intelligence Recently, I have right. recent only recently because of a conversation that I was having with a mutual friend of ours, Isaac Weishaupt. Shouts uh, to from, Isaac. What's going on? Yeah, we, we were you know, we, we have a, we have a podcast we do together called the Pair Awareness Podcast, <laughs> also exclusively available on Aftermath. And uh, we, we explored the, the possibility that all of the UFO stuff and all of the biblical and you know, all these mysteries throughout history. And things that we may have called magic or esoteric or occult in the past may just be technology. Mm. You know, like demon possession might just be a USB plugged into you (laughs) on Mm. some other dimension that's causing you to act this way or take on this other intelligence. And so recently I have absolutely. And then, of course, with the rise of transhumanism and uh, characters like um, Elon Musk was a good candidate for being the Antichrist, um, <laughs> you know, and some of the innovations and, and some of the, the stuff that he's talking about. I have absolutely considered the fact that it could be some kind of digital construct or a digital intelligence, which is mind bending. It blew my mind back. So I was like, oh, OK, there's more comedy I can make out of it. <laughs> so I'm really starting to believe that if there is an Antichrist, yeah, that it's going to be an AI. I mean, it I, makes perfect know. sense to me because it's like, you know, it, 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 uh, it provides so much benefit to, right. and it's sexy, right? It's appealing, <laughs> right? right? right. And, and, and we want it and we can get hooked on it fairly easily, but right. it's a double-edged sword. It comes with a price. And um, I don't know if we've fully seen what that price is, right? I, you know, it, it's scary. You know, I was looking at this... Um, we used to call it cryogenics. Now they call it something else. I don't know uh, what cryogenics it, is. Explain though for the people. Go ahead. Well, cryogenics is you know being you you you're in suspended animation. You get frozen, like you know, uh, they free, freeze your body and right. they can revive it at some future time. So um, they're really doing this now. There are companies that are really doing this. And I don't think they're freezing it because that would destroy your cells and make things crack. But there's some kind of suspended animation that you can go in while you wait for the technology to catch up to help you live much longer than the normal 
accepted lifespan is, you know, and I, you know, that that's that's where things get weird, because we've always been taught that the human body is the vessel for a soul. Mm -hmm. Uh, The human body has a finite uh, existence here and then we leave and then our soul does whatever it does, whether you believe in reincarnation or if you believe in the, you know, traditional heaven, hell deal, whatever. But with this technology, they are looking to extend people's lives to forever. Mm. Like this is really what they're aspiring to. So what what is a soul supposed to stay in that container for that long? Will the soul be replaced by a computer, right. a computer brain? Maybe your consciousness just becomes a, an, an, an actual iCloud. You know, that can <laughs> it's be very possible, bro. Uh, I think right. that uh, I think that a lot of what we're creating now, like you mentioned, right. the iCloud, right? It, um, yeah. that could be a knockoff of the Akashic Records, right? That, right, that right. right. <laughs> it, it's almost as if technology is catching up. It's like we're finding ways to technically do what we've always been told that humans can do in, yeah. a, in a psychical sense, right? Yeah. Like uh, the television being remote viewing. Right. Um, the telephone being uh, uh, tele- um, telepathy. Yeah, telepathy, the know? internet, what we're doing right now, right? Right, right. Yeah, so it's, it's almost as if technology, like we're finding technological ways to do these things that they say if you meditate enough you could do these things anyway mr gates <laughs> right? I'm, I'm gonna tell you something and you may think i'm crazy and that's fine yeah yeah. right, right. I, i've been called crazy before right. <laughs> and i'm sure i'll be called called crazy again right, right. but um I, I think we can do these things right i, th- oh, I yeah. think we can walk on water I, I think i can communicate with you telepathically i think right. people can can tap into whatever the akashic records are and find out things. I think people can read your auras. I'm all about it. I think it can happen. I think we can do it. Well, you, well, you know, what's funny is what's we all do these things. Right. Sometimes we all have had that dream that came true. Mm-hmm. We all have felt uh, deja vu. We have all seen coincidences that defied, you know, the, the numbers, you know, immense, you know, and uh, but, but they, you know, they happen sporadically. Yeah. You know, they, they, it's, it's not like we haven't found a way to control it. Now, there are people who claim that they can look at your aura and see what if there's sicknesses or what you may be going through. There's people, you know, but I, I think I really believe that the brain is a, is a radio receiver. And I think we transfer thoughts to each other all the time. Yeah. Uh, it comes out. We call it vibes or whatever, where somebody comes in a room. You just like, I don't like this person. Oh, I yeah. really like this person. Right. I caught a you vibe. Know? I caught a vibe. Right. Yeah. So I think we all tap into this at various times throughout our life. You know, a lot, a lot of us, most of us just poo poo it. We say, ah, that was just a coincidence or, you know, because because it's not something that we've been able to repeat upon demand. You know, technology is making it so that we can do these things on demand. Yeah. Right. You with surveillance, you can uh, uh, remote view somebody in real time and what they're doing, what they're saying, you know, and. You know, like is the you know, with, with chicken or the egg, <laughs> right? Were we able to do these things, or humans do you know just without any technology, able to do these things, or um, is it we've just always wanted to do these things, and now we're, we've evolved into a species that can create these um, abilities? You want me to tell you what right. I think? Yes. I, I think that we're a species with amnesia and I, right. and I think that we are incredibly lazy as a species. 
And as a result of being lazy, we create these crutches, these artificial crutches that do the work that we're supposed to be able to do. They do it for right. us. And, uh, you know, they say you, if you don't use a muscle, a muscle you, you lose it, right? And I, I think right. that's exactly what's gone on with us. And, well, you and, know what? Go ahead. What's up? Uh, no, just speaking to your point. Right. I remember a time where I remembered everybody's phone number. I knew my home number, all my best friends, yeah, my yeah, girlfriend. Yeah. I, it was in my head. So I pull over to, you know, at, at a payphone and call whoever I wanted to, just from the Rolodex in my head. We, I have lost that ability. I don't even it's know gone. my phone number half the Me time. Neither. because I know mine, with, and that's about it. Go ahead. <laughs> right. With cell phone technology, there's no need for it. Right. So you're right. That part of the brain has atrophied collectively in all of us. Um, you know, wearing a watch. That's something that, you know, we do for style now. Yeah. We do it for fashion, but mm -hmm. it's not necessary because you have a, a, you know, an accurate clock in your wallet or in your pocket at all times. Right. You know, so right. Yeah. So, so we're seeing the laziness that you're talking about, the atrophy of certain muscles because technology has come in and replaced our need to exercise it within ourselves. Right, right. And um, right. and we've gotten to a point where we don't even believe that we can do the things right. that we've been pro that 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 I believe we were created to do. Now this is right. just a belief. But right. like you said, you know, I I've had prophetic dreams in the past, right? I've had premonitions. I've had I've caught vibes, right? I think I can right. read people fairly well. Right. right. These are things. Right. You know, right. Uh, um not too long ago I walked into a into a shop where they sell mm -hmm. stones, you know, yeah, like, yeah. Um, um, gems and stones and all that. Right. And uh, there was a psychic lady there. She walks up yeah. to me and she starts reading me, bro. And I'm like, no, well, I'm not interested, man. You know, I'm not, cause I'm not into that sort of stuff. Right? right. I'm not into, not that I'm not into that sort of stuff. I'm very, very curious about it, but I've never actually done it for myself. Right. Right. Not a thing. And she stands there and she just starts, she was like, no, I feel like I had to tell you this. I'm like, okay. And boom, 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 boom. Spot by spot by spot. Spot on. She's on the money. On the money about everything. And I was like, good freaking Lord. And at the end of it, I just told her, I was like, I don't know what the fuck you just did to me. I don't know. I don't know if you really see my aura. And because and, right. she claimed she saw my aura. And I don't know what you're reading. I don't know what you're doing. I don't know if, if, if I let out a clue and you're that good and ran with it. I don't know if you right. could read my face, but I was wearing a mask at the time. So, uh, <laughs> right, you know, right. <laughs> and, right. but whatever you did, you're very, very, very good at it, you know, because. Yeah, see, mm. yeah, yeah, when it comes to psychics, you know, because uh, I'm a, a close up magician as well. That's just a side hobby. I used to make what, a living what, what, at it. What is that? Bro? What are you? Uh, uh, a close up magician, you know, like David Blaine type, you know, stuff. Right. That's dope. We'll talk about yeah. that in a sec. Go ahead, continue. <laughs> right. Yeah, you know, I, it's just a hobby, an extra hobby. I used to do it for a living in, in Las Vegas strip clubs. And part of my act was cold reading, mm. right? And cold reading is just emotional intelligence. Being able to look at somebody and being able to read them, you know, by using a, a bunch of, of, of stuff that um, that is more, okay, if I, I get a young woman, she's about 25, she's very attractive. I know she's got boy problems All right off the bat. Yeah. There's a lot of guys, a lot of suitors, and she's confused at that point. She doesn't know which one to go for. Right. Right. But if I look at her hand, I don't see a wedding ring. I don't see. I know she's single. I know she's out in the world. She's having a good time. But I also know that there's a lot of men who are going out of their way 
to get at her. So I use that. And I go to her and say, okay, you, you're, you're trying to make a choice. You know, I take her palm and I look <laughs> at it and I, you know, I, it's a great, and any young man listening, this is a great way to, to break the, uh, the physical man, barrier. All, all the men listening, <laughs> right, do right. what you yeah, do. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. You know, you want a reason to touch a girl when you go on a first date or you're, you're trying to talk to a woman, you can't just go up and touch her. But if you want to break that, use her do the palm reading thing and just cold read. Like say, let me take your hand. Yeah, you're taking her hand in yours, and you're looking at it, and you're you're rubbing your finger in the middle of her palm, and you're just making up stuff. But <laughs> you know, and, and and women are especially younger women are way more susceptible to that. Like me, yeah, I know yeah, when yeah. somebody's cold reading because I've been I've been I have been to bona fide psychics, right? Right, and much in the same way where somebody just tells me something, I'm like, how the fuck you know that? Right, right. right. <laughs> you know, and so, um, I but I've also had people cold read. I'm like, dude, come on, that's everybody. Yeah. Every dude my age is going through that. Like, come yeah. on, stop it. Give me something specific. Yeah, you know? I got and some specific stuff. She she got you. She she did too. So she yeah, I, got cold. Ve- I got very specific stuff. Nice. Right. Nice. So I was like, good lord. You know, I was about to ask you if you think I got code red or or or, or what. Mm. No, I mean, you only you would know that. You know, and I mean, because you're, you're you know you're you're not a dumb person, you know, uh, the, the difference between somebody saying, wow, so you want money. Uh, there's a lot of money coming in your future. Like, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Oh, marriage coming for you. But when they start getting specific, they start yeah. talking about uh, your child. Yeah. They or got your, very, your, very specific. Yeah. It was, it was scary specific. Yeah. I've had those. I've had those. You know, I'll give you a quick story. Um, I was, uh, at my house, my previous house, I had a photography studio there. Mm-hmm. Um, it was another operation we were running and, um, so, you know, I, I would shoot a lot of models, right? And so I had this one kid, very good-looking kid, that I would use whenever I needed a male in the, you know, to be with the female models because they didn't feel comfortable with, uh, you know, just any guy, right? You know, sometimes we needed, like, intimate-looking shots and stuff like that. She didn't feel comfortable because she might have had a boyfriend or a husband. Yeah. Uh, but this kid was gay. Okay. Right? So he was non-threatening. Mm-hmm. So. They loved to shoot with him. So, you know, I would use him all the time. And my ex-girlfriend at the time had told me that he was psychic. And I was like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> and I'll be damned if this kid didn't call me one night wow. just out of the blue and said, hey, listen, I, I know you're going to think I'm crazy. But A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J. He started going on all this stuff. And I was like, what are you talking about? Yeah. And he gave me like specific numbers, specific places, specific people. And... It wasn't until about a year and a half after that it hit me that everything that I had just went through, this kid had said it. Like, he, you know, he, he had said it. Every, things that seemed unbelievable at the time. Yeah. You know, and down to the numbers. And I've not been able to find this kid since. I've, I've been looking for him because <laughs> I want to give him money because this was years ago that right. he did this. But it, he was so spot on. I was like, that dude really was psychic. Wow. <laughs> like he really knew what he was talking about because at the time he told me it didn't make sense. I was like, okay, yeah, he's, he's drunk or something. I don't know. But after everything happened, I looked, I thought back and I said, holy shit, he told me all of this was going to happen. Now, yeah. did I subconsciously make it happen perhaps because he told me that? I don't know. But all I know is that I, I didn't think about what he said that entire time until it was over. And I was like, whoa, Whoa, he called all of this. Yeah. And so I know this, I know it's real. I know that there uh, are people it's real. Absolutely. Who, yeah, who are sensitive to the shadows that the, the future casts or whatever, however they do that. 
Uh, they have access to some kind of part of the Akashic record or something. But I, I wholeheartedly believe that everything that, that we have said from, from the, you know, seeing auras, because I, I, I can see auras, honestly. Can you really? I absolutely can. Can, can. you see them? Can you see them over the internet, or does somebody need to be in front of you? <laughs> you know, I don't know. I, I noticed it when I was a kid. Right. I would be in the classroom. You know, back then was chalkboards, right? Yeah. And so he had this dark green background, and I would just sit and look, watch the teacher in front of the class, and I would see the light around him. And then when they walked off, the light would still be there. Then it would slowly fall away, and then kind of follow him. And so I just thought that was normal. I thought that that's the way everybody saw shit. <laughs> <And> it wasn't <laughs> until. My mother, you yeah. know, she had all these books and she was really into this stuff. And I told her and she was, oh, you can see. Or so I tested yeah. it out. I was in junior high. I was sitting right. next to this girl. I'll never forget. Her name was Robin. And hey, Robin. We, yeah, we started talking <laughs> something about um, auras. She said, I can see auras. I can see auras. And there was this kid that sat in front of us. So his head was against the chalkboard. I said, what color is Aaron's aura? The guy looked at him. I saw the color. And then she she was writing, and she looked up at him for like a second, and she said, "Oh, like a purplish," and went back to write. And I was like, "Holy shit, she could see the same thing I'm seeing." That's <laughs> She's crazy. Not lying. Yes. So um, it's not something. Now I'm not going to sit here and say that I could just you know go up to you and say, "Oh man, you got a, you know, the, there's a sickness coming upon you." I, I can't do all that. I just <laughs> see the light. You know, I can just see it around people. So and it, here's what we're going to do. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but but when yeah, we're yeah. done here. Right oh, I'm gonna t- actually. I could turn on my camera right now, and okay. you tell me if you can see my aura. Hold okay. on for a second. Do you have a dark background or a light? I have no freaking. I mean, it's there. You go. You see me now. It's yeah. a green background. Do you see my aura? Do you see me first? Ah, uh, I see you. But I'm looking, man, and because of the inconsistency of light and shadow on the back wall behind you. All right. Uh, I don't know if what I'm seeing is an aura or. If, turn on uh, the light. Hold on. Let me see. I just turned on the light okay. for you. Yeah, I see, man. I, I, you know, I've never done that. <laughs> like over the internet, I don't even know. Well, I know. I mean, it, this is this is new. This is groundbreaking stuff we're doing here on the fringe right, right now. We're doing, can you <laughs> see auras over Zoom and over Skype? <laughs> so no, no fault now. if you can't, but just go ahead and take a stab at it. Yeah, no, I'm looking at you, man, and I, I really couldn't. I can't tell. Okay. You know, it's yeah. I, I, you know, I've never done that. I don't even know if that can be done, but <laughs> yeah, no. But if you were here specifically in front of a white wall, like right. it works best in front of a, just a plain white wall right. uh, with, with good light. I can see it if I focus and just, I believe it. I believe it. And, and, and I'm interested because right. um, I was told, you know, what my aura was. He said, I've had a very strong spirit, uh, nice. but my, my, my aura was strong, but it was wavy. It said something's ah. up. They were like, there was, the, the, there's something, there's a disruption in the force. Pretty much is what I was told. Um, really? Yeah. Um, okay. so, so I'm like, all right, you know, but, um, I was wondering if, if you saw the same thing, but regardless of that, I, I find this incredibly fascinating about you. I did not know this. And, right. um, it, it's, it's, uh, I think these things exist. Like I told you before, yeah, I think yeah. they're real, right. But, yeah. but there are the con artists out there that, that are really good at uh, being con artists. So me, right. like I, I'm, I'm sitting there. I'm like, well, what do I know? I don't, I don't know if I'm being kind. I don't know if it's the real deal. I have no idea. I got to keep my mind open to both. Right. Right. It, it could right. be complete bullcrap or this person really might know what's going on here. You know, right. um, but back to the original conversation, you know, that, well, it's still the same conversation, but you know what I mean? <laughs> right. So go, going back here is, is uh, the technology that's been developed. Yeah. I think 
it's it's a hindrance. I think ultimately it it, it facilitates a lot of things, but I think yeah. it takes us further and further away from what it's like to really be human. I, I think Absolutely. it takes us further and further away from our essence, from what we really are. You know, and I, and I, and I want to talk to you about the soul too. Okay, let, let's let's go back yeah. to that. Hold me, keep me honest about it, because I, I will forget. Okay. Um, so, I, I think uh, that's the double-edged sword of it. That is the antichrist, um, the antichrist spirit of it. Because yeah. like, like I, this is just a theory here. Hear me out and tell me what you think, right? Like, I mean, I, I, it's just me talking out loud, right? Like, okay. when when we are human and the cl- closer we are to being to our true essence, that's the closest. That's that's us being Christ-like or, or trying to follow in the steps of that. Whatever you think that is, the creator, whatever. Whether you're spiritual or you're a Christian or you're a Buddhist, I don't discriminate. I think everybody's headed in the right direction, personally. Right. You know, right. but, um, but the further we go from it, that's anti-Christ. It's not, yes. you're, you're not, you're not keeping to your essence. If you're not keeping to your essence, it's anti-Christ. Right. And right. this isn't exactly our essence. So it's like a double-edged sword. And, and that's where... I'm afraid of what technology is doing to us. Give me your thoughts. Uh, you know, and I, I, I don't totally disagree with you. Um, I, I am also, amongst other things, I'm, I'm a visual artist and an art dealer. And um, beautiful, beautiful art, by the way. <laughs> Got to oh, tell thanks, you. Got to tell <laughs> you. Thanks, brother. Appreciate it. Yeah. So for years, you know, I, I you know, ran art galleries and, you know, worked with artists, helped to manage, you know, their careers and whatnot. And my personal belief, what I've come to believe over the years, is that although I'm not a Christian, I do believe that the Holy Bible is full of parables and stories to help us understand self. Agreed. They're not to be, you know, too many of us take them literal, you know, like that was really happened that way. No, there's something deeper in there. And one thing I believe, you know, when they say that, you know, God created man in his image. Right. Uh, I believe that, and and but I don't believe it's like the physical. You mm. know, I want him to look like me. No, uh, what is God? God is the Creator, right? And I believe that humans are here to create. Every single child is born an artist. Well, I think not, we not, can not a, yeah, prove of that. Visual. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah I absolutely. think you're right. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, like you take a child and give them a blank piece of paper, they're going to create something, you know, without prejudice. They're just going to draw color just make squiggly lines. They're going to do something with it. If you put music on, they want to interact with that music. Uh, They love poetry, nursery rhymes, stuff like, you know, you know, so, so all of us are born with a superpower, if you will, a creative superpower for some of us, it's speaking for some of us, it's painting for some of us, it's writing. Um, You know, there's, you know, creative, right. Dancing, building, you you name it, creating, right. Right. And I believe we're all born this way. And, 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 the lucky amongst us find our superpower early and we stick to it, preferably before you enter the public education system, which is you know, designed to erase that mm. during your formative years. So by the time they spit you out at 17, 18 years old, you are forgotten. Uh, you never have. Think of how many great pianists are on the planet right now who have just never been exposed to piano. Right. Or how many great, you know, writers who never were, was inspired to pick up a pen or, you know, a, a typewriter or whatever. Um, you know, and, and I believe that when you're not, when you don't find that superpower, that creative in you, and, and you're not connected with it, you will suffer. 
yeah. right? Your life will see, seem imbalanced. You will not be truly happy, right? And this is why I encourage everyone, even if you're not doing it for a living, like, you know, because when, when you tell somebody, hey, be an artist, they're thinking that they have to be John Michelle Basquiat or they have to be <laughs> Pablo Picasso. It's like, no, you don't have to do it for a living. You need to do it for you, right? Right. Um, this is the way God speaks to the world now, right? It used to be speaking through burning bushes or through, you know, whatever. But now God speaks through us. How many times have you listened to a song that spoke directly to you? All the time. Right? Yeah. A movie, a line in a movie that said something that you needed to hear right at that moment. Or, you know, it, a painting that you looked at that affected you and, and brought up some kind of nostalgia or some kind of, you know, unblocked something in you from your past. This is what art is meant to do, you know? And so like with Haterazzi, that's just, I look at it as an extension of my art, um, as me, um, you know, challenging people's beliefs, challenging the reason they think the way they do and, you know, uh, explore the possibilities of something else, you know? And you know, like I said, I do it through dark comedy. It's, it's really hidden in there. It's, it's kind of a, you know, instead of just the bitter dose, I do it through comedy. Yeah. You know, I'm going to make you laugh, but you're also going to be thinking when you're done. So, um, yeah, but I'm with you on that, man. I, I do believe that um, technology has really, t- I mean, look at cartoons. You know, yeah. cartoons used to be hand-drawn, self for self. They took forever. It took, a, you know, a team of people and all of that. But now the things that went digital, and, and listen, I like Pixar, and I think a lot of that stuff is cool with their yeah, doing. Yeah, it's fascinating. But is it it's the incredible same? stuff. Right. Yeah, but is it there's that same human touch? Is it, is it the you know because you could cheat now with a lot of these animation programs? Yeah, I can know? do it, and, and and I'm not supposed right. to be able to trust me. Go ahead. Right, right, right. You know, so I agree with you that technology has been a hindrance to human um, ingenuity. Yeah, you know, uh, but but at the same time, it's also made things. Yeah, like I love Amazon. Oh man, dude! I, I love. Right. I love. I love Netflix. I love TV. Right. I, I love the I love internet. The streaming. Right. I, yes. Yes. Yeah. You know. So it's 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 one of those things where it's kind of, uh, you know, it's a like a double edged sword. Right. It's like right. you know, I, I like you know, I, I can see the purpose for having surveillance. I see it, you know, because it'll help. You know, it would help solve a lot of crimes and stuff like that. But I also see the hindrance to so- sovereignty. Yeah. For the rest of us who have no intentions of stealing or doing anything, you know. And so, yeah, it, it, it's it's one of those things kind of bittersweet, like it, the, the thought of living an extra 200 years, you know, you know, sounds kind of cool. Hmm. But you Does might it? get tired. You might get tired right. by year 91. Listen, I'm checking out. <laughs> right. <laughs> but you know what? Let, let me ask you about that, because it, it goes back to the soul. Right. And, and eventually we'll work our way to the soul. But. Right. right. Let's see if we could, if I could live 200 years at, yeah. let's see, ideally, I don't know, 30, if, if, right. if I could be 200 years, but look and feel as if I was 30 years old, yeah. you know, and, and I don't want to be 25 because I'd be too stupid. Right. So, so maybe 35, if, right. if, if I could be 35 years old, um, and for, for 200 years, yeah. maybe, maybe that would be appealing, but, but right. Let's, let's think about it. Right. We die for a reason. Yes. So uh, are we supposed to be here for 200 years? And they're doing this this life extension thing because nobody. Well, let me not say nobody, but uh, the, the vast majority of people don't want to die. Right. Or, yeah. or or if like, I mean, I'm not afraid of dying, but I don't want to die. If that makes any sense to you. 
Of you course. Know, right. Um, we have attachments. We have attachments. Of course, of course. Things right? we want to see. There's things we yeah. want to do, things we want to see, thing, you know, a lot of things. And even when all of those things are completed, you're still going to be like, where, where am I going now? What's going to happen? Like, it's, it's, is my consciousness going to remain the same? Am I going to remember Billy Ray right. Valentine? Or am right, I going to be right. something else altogether, right? Am I going to remember right. Mr. Gates? Like, or it's, a, you know, energy can neither be created nor destroyed. So it's going right. somewhere, right? But what's going to happen is a different story. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. But, um, I, but so I, we, we're all supposed to die and we're all supposed to play a part in this thing. But if we stay for another 200 years, is that like inception? Are we going right. like deeper into the, into the false reality and staying locked up in this game instead of going up to reality? I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. But do you understand what right. I'm saying? Are you following no, my absolutely. frame of thought? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, you know, I have, I have my beliefs on it. Uh, maybe it's just to comfort me. Um, but you know, I, I believe that the human body, you know, when we come here, we're like a cup, right? And there's an ocean, an ocean of, uh, infinite consciousness, uh, creative intellect, everything, every, it's like basically the internet, mm -hmm. right? And we're all laptops plugged into that internet. So we're sharing that same water, right? And, I believe that if Mr. Gates died tomorrow, yeah, right, well, you know, of course it, that would suck because there's a lot of things that have not been fulfilled right. that I see myself fulfilling in this particular incarnation. Yeah. But all the ideas, all the dreams, all of the everything that has made up Mr. Gates to that point, I believe that if I were to die tomorrow, my cup full of the water would spill back into the ocean, and those thoughts, those ideas would join the cloud, I guess, and various people who are connected the correct way to this infinite consciousness um, will pick up pieces of it, right? This is how, like, sometimes you and me can have the same idea mm -hmm. at the same time without ever meeting each other, living on opposite sides of the world. Right. You know, they, they'll say an idea whose time has come. That idea may have came from biblical times, mm -hmm. and it just floated around in this, this conscious soup waiting for someone to tap into it and then it comes to us and then we we turn it into something practical here on in the third dimension right and that you know you know i, I find comfort in that knowing that if i die tomorrow my ideas do not yeah and someone will pick it up and deliver it to the world in the way that is important at the time that is picked up yeah. you know and i, I really believe that you know, now as far as reincarnation, I don't know. Do I, do I get, you know, I, maybe when, you know, because we're cups, you know, full of this conscious water, maybe when you scoop up the new body, there's a bunch of other people in there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because, yeah. you know, they say that we're all one thing, right? right? So maybe you might have a little bit of Jesus in you. You might have a little bit of, you know, Charles Manson in you. I don't know. Right. You know, all these ideas and all these things that are in that that soup come, you know, they, they come back. They that's come a very, back. Uh, that's, a, that's a really interesting way of looking at it. Yeah. It's like, um, you know, it's like recycled life, right? right? And, and you get bits and pieces of everyone that's existed creating yes. something new. It's, right. I, I, I always have, I always think of, um, how people can create different songs on a guitar. Right. For I know, how, right? Right. <laughs> right. And I'm like, eventually, right, right we're gonna run out of chords, right? We're gonna run out of out of 
out of different expressions. But no, we're not. Never. It's Never. mathematics. It's, it's, it's infinite. Right. And, you know, and, and, and I think, the, 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 you know, what brings me to the conclusion of that, the whole soul thing, mm-hmm. is because no matter where a human is born on the planet, they're all the same. Yeah. They're not going to look the same. They might have a different ethnic background or whatever, but we all want the same things. A smile means the same thing to all of us, whether you are, you know, in the Western world, in a city, or you're in the jungle with, uh, you know, indigenous people who haven't had much contact with the Western world. A smile means uh, I am content and I like you. Yeah. Yeah, I like you. I am not a threat. Neither are you, you know, and so. I think that's why we're all the same. Babies all do the same things. No matter where they are, what language their parents speak, they all do the same things, you know, because we share that consciousness, you know, and um, we're not just as individual as we think we are. We are all connected. It's it's funny, Mr. Gates, right? The the two things that I found that are guaranteed in life are death and pain. Those things are guaranteed. Right. right. Happiness is not right. Right. It's, it's, it's not guaranteed, you know, and, um, but that's what we're all seeking when we're here. Right. Yeah. But, 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 you know, I, I think it is, it is our duty, uh, to find our happiness, to find yeah. our own bliss, because a lot of times, like, you know, the things that make us unhappy, if we really stop and we're honest with ourselves, we're allowing that to make us unhappy. Right. Yeah. Or we're trying to fit into something that someone else wanted for us, a parent that wanted us to be into law. So we went to law school. We did everything to make dad happy. But we're, you know, we never, you know, you're not your dad. You know, yeah. your path is your own. And you have to, you know, a parent's job is to raise the kid, make sure they don't die for the first few years, and then mold them into being the adults that we want them to be in society. After that... That, that child has to, you know, stand on their own and say, well, dad, I, I understand you would like that for me, but that's not where I'm headed. Yeah. You know, and as an artist, trust me, I know all about it. You know, my dad didn't want me to be an artist. <laughs> you know, he didn't see any use for that, no any real world use for it. Yeah. But it's who I was. Now, I was lucky enough to find it really early in life. And there was nothing that he or anybody could say that was going to stop me from pursuing that. Right. Right. You know. And had I not, let's just say I had done what my father wanted me to do and, you know, go to the military and do all this, that and the other, I wouldn't be happy. Right. I yeah. wouldn't be happy. And, and I'd, I'd blame the women in my life or I'd blame <laughs> this. I'd blame that. I'd blame my boss. Yeah. When the, the truth is, it is my duty to to find um, happy to fi- yeah, to find my personal bliss. Right. And my, you know, my job for you know, how am I going to feed humanity? Right. I'm going to do that through my superpower. For some people, it's teaching. They're really good with children. That's where they belong, right? We, we, we tend to think that, you know, we got into this, 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 this mind frame that if we're not a rich billionaire living on a yacht, then we haven't, we're not doing what we're supposed to do. <laughs> it's like, no, you're right where you're supposed to be. If you wake up and you're happy to go to your job or, or, or wake up to, you know, and you're happy to do what you're doing, that's where you're supposed to be. Yeah. Right. Sometimes, sometimes that happiness changes too. Yep. Right. Yep. And it's okay to evolve. Yeah. Right. right. You know, something that you think you may have liked, or it just may have ran its course. You learned the lessons that you were supposed. You know, you touched the people that you were karmically supposed to touch, and now it's time to go and move on to something else. 
You know, you just got to be willing to do it. And that's scary. It is scary scary to to leave a job that you got so much invested in to pursue something else, you know. So, yeah, you know, it's um, it's not easy. I did that very recently, Mr. Gates. I I left my job of 14 years, 14 and a half years to to pursue something differently. Yeah. And and it's it's been two and a half years since I've done it. And it's the best decision that I made in my life. And I'm still following through on a lot of things. There's a lot of things I need to I need to follow and close up. Right. Right. Um, Right. But uh, but at least I see them and I recognize them and I know that I want to move forward and do them. Right. As for sitting where I was for 14 years, wasn't going to get me any of that. Nice. Right. So um, and and it's good that you realize that and you have the courage to take that leap. Man, it's tough. And it is very tough. It's very scary, especially when you got a family you got to take care of and. You know, there, and you know, there, nothing is guaranteed. But I do believe that, um, and, and this is where technology kind of messes stuff up, right? Because mm-hmm. we get too consumed by them. You know, uh, my daughter does something that I really admire. She will. She's 24. She'll go an entire week without her phone. Mm-hmm. She'll turn her phone off. You know, she of course she's in school, so she there's only certain times where she has the opportunity to do this. But she'll turn her phone completely off. And just put it away and she'll spend that week reading, drawing or doing something else organic, you know, because she realizes it's a distraction. She just scrolls TikTok or scrolls uh, Instagram all day. And there's no real world benefit to that other than making yourself feel bad that you're not also on a private jet (laughs) (laughs) flying to Dubai. You know, and I really admire her for that. Like me, I don't have that luxury. That's what I was about to tell you, Mr. Gates. I I don't (laughs) have that luxury. I can't. I can't separate from this thing at this point. Um, That's what I'm saying. It's an extension of your brain, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And and that's that's the the rub here, right? Like, uh, you know, first first, uh, you have, uh, you know, the external body technology. Then you have the wearables, right? And and then they're going to end up inside you. Yep. Right. And then at what point do you have so many inside you that you're not human anymore? Right. That's right? what I'm saying. And, it's, and at that point, the mystery is what happens to the soul? Does the soul vacate? So what is the soul, though? The essence. <laughs> I, I don't know. Somebody I, I, explained I this to me one day, Mr. Gates. Let me tell you. Right. OK. Yeah, there, there's two things I, I want to say I, that, that pe- some different people have have put upon me. And, and I think they're right. 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 I'm I, I, typically I'm a very selfless person, you know, I just want to want to give. And, and this person was like, you have to give for you first, because if you can't get yourself together, you're not going to be able to help anyone else. Right. And when they told me that I, I had never thought about that. This is very recently. Right. And I was right. like, damn it, you're freaking right. That makes perfect sense. You know, and it's kind of hard for me to, to even come to terms with that. You know, because I've been living in a particular way for a long time. Like, I don't, I don't, I, I still want to help whomever I can help. But if I'm not helping myself, then what, what's the point at this? You know, like, I mean, you're not going to be able to do it. I'm not going to be able to help my, my, my kids. You understand? Like, if, if I'm not together, yeah. if I'm not right. Um, yeah. But somebody else told me something about the soul. Okay. Um, I forget this guy's name. He was on the fringe. Okay. Uh, way back, way back when. And he goes, the soul is merely your breath. It's the breath of, uh, of, uh, of life, right? The breath mm. of, of Christ. You know, if you, if you believe, I'm a Christian, right? So I'm, I, I, okay. I, I follow that, that frame of mind. But I also, like I said, I, I, I subscribe to whomever 
people subscribe to. Like I'm cool with it, you know, and, and I understand that there's different paths to this. There right. is not just one way in my opinion. Um, right. Right. And, and like the soul is the breath of life. You breathe it in, you breathe it out. He's like the people that you live with, they're your soulmates because you breathing the same air. Mm. And when you die, your soul leaves the body because you no longer breathe. That made a lot of sense to me. I don't know that how true it is, but it made a lot of sense to me. Go ahead. Well, I mean, the seeing the very fact that breathing is the only indication of life besides a beating heart. You know, when somebody collapses, the first thing you do is, are they breathing? You know, so right. Yeah, that 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 makes a lot of sense, um, and that, that's you know that's a profound way to look at it. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, I believe that we're all cups from that same ocean, and when we die, we just the water spills, the, the the cup blows away, but the water spills back into that ocean, that collective consciousness that we all share, and we'll continue to share. And uh, so, yeah, I agree with that one hundred percent. Now, Mr. Gates, right, uh, 45 minutes have passed by already. Incredibly quick, you know, and you and I had no agenda. We just sat here and started to talk. And I was like, you know, maybe I'll ask you about current events. I know I know yeah. that you deal in that. And yeah. it went completely in a different direction. But I thought it was absolutely <laughs> fantastic. Right. right I, I would do this again 8000 times. I do want to ask you about uh, censorship because we did speak about that uh, yeah. prior to getting on. And it's a very important topic. So for the next, I don't know, 10 minutes, let's talk about that. And then we're going home. But but right uh, what I'm going to have to do is I'm going to have to have you back, Mr. Gates, and we'll have more more uh, conversations about life and, and reality and what we think it is. And I mean, it's fascinating to me. Like what I found lately is that a lot of conspiracy is actually conspiratainment and it, it has no no basis right. in reality. Some some things do, of course, but a lot of them don't. You know, so uh, I, I am having a a good time talking to you about right things on. that, that may actually matter. You know, they, right. they may actually be the case and exploring things like this and, and pushing people out of their comfort zones is a real deal. So thank you very much, Mr. Gates for coming on and doing that. But right talk, talk to me about censorship real quick. Why are you so passionate about it? Well, um, you know, that, that, that is I, I, the most precious right that we have in America is the ability to say what we want. Because when you do that, then you can provoke thought that provokes movement, right? Um, the very fact that, I mean, I, I mean, imagine if there's ideas that you're not allowed to express, right? You have an idea. That idea, somebody might hear that idea and take that idea and enhance upon it and change the world. But when you prevent someone from having certain ideas because they don't make you feel comfortable, they're not PC or whatever, um, you know, you're, you're, you're doing a disservice to humanity. Now, uh, the, the main reason I do hate Arazi is for this reason, you know, and the reason I go the route of crude joke, joke making is because, you know, I say things and people are like, dude, you can't say that. Like, how come I can't? <laughs> <laughs> Why not? <laughs> right. And Yes, there is such thing as dangerous speech. You know, if you're riling people up to, you know, to, to do something violent or, you know, some kind of conspiratorial move to hurt other people, that, that's, you know, that's, um, that's bad. However, um, taking away speech, right? And we've, we're seeing this all over the place now. Like, 
even in comedy, that's where that that's what bothers me. You know, a comedian makes a joke, and then now you got a whole cancel culture that wants to, you know, completely do away with them. And and and, and then when cancel culture cancel culture gets a hold of you, they don't want to just you know punish you. They want you to completely disappear off the face of the earth. They want to take everything you own and completely destroy you. And we've seen this happen several times over, right? I think we've all misspoken. I think we all, out of anger, have said things that we don't really mean. That's just how we feel at that moment. Right. Um, or you just want to hurt somebody. You just want to hurt somebody at that moment. It's just mm-hmm. like fighting, you yeah. know? And But, you, you know, you might, not, you might not feel that way a week later, you know, or, a day or, later. Or moments later, right? Yeah, right. It's like, oh, I shouldn't have said that. But now we've entered a culture where they have made speech so sensitive that if no one's allowed to have that moment, now we're always on camera, we're on somewhere, somebody's always recording something we're doing or saying. And now these things will follow you for the rest of your life. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and no amount of apologizing or anything with this new culture because we have, you know, we've a create a culture has been created where um, censoring someone's speech is the norm. These are young people, young people that are you know, boycotting a certain speaker because they don't like their ideology or their politics, right? And and they're 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 championing that, like, yeah, shut them up, shut them down, don't let them say it, don't let right. them say anything, and that's wrong, that's wrong because America is great because of the freedom of speech, right? It's great because of the 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 exploration of unorthodox ideas. You know, sometimes they're going to be uncomfortable. Sometimes people are going to be downright rude. They're going to be downright hateful. But that's their cross to bear, right? If somebody wants to say something about black people that might piss me off, they still have a right to say it. Right. Now, I can't guarantee their safety if they say it in front of me. (laughs) (laughs) But they do have a right to say it. (laughs) They have a right right to say it. But you You also have to to take into account the consequences that may come as a result of what you have said. Absolutely. Right. You know, mm-hmm. and those consequences, like I said, if it's not happening right in front of me, I don't care. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Um, and, and if you know, I, and, and me, I'd like to know how someone thinks. If someone doesn't like me, I want to know that. It's right. like, OK, cool. Right. So I'm not eating at your restaurant. Right. Exactly. <laughs> right? That's a, you know, that's a very key point, you know, right. and, 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 and then we're going to close out. But that's a very, very key point. Right. And, I, and I want everybody listening to listen to what I'm saying right now. Because there's a lot of people that even when they're not wanted, they still want to push to be wanted. If somebody doesn't want you, if some some establishment doesn't want you, if something doesn't like you, get out. Why do you want to be somewhere that you're not wanted? They don't want you. Screw them. Right. Take your business elsewhere. Take your love elsewhere. Take everything else elsewhere. You need to be wanted. Do you understand? Are you following that, Mr. Gates? Oh, I'm with you 100%. Yeah. Right. I, I, I don't believe that anybody should be forced to like anybody right. or to adhere to anybody's, you know, sensibilities. No, that's just not that's not the real world. <laughs> you know, the real world is we are human. Humans are tribal by nature. Um, we're going to hang out with people that share our ideologies, that share our worldview. That's just, you know, that's the way humans are. Yeah. And that's OK. That's OK. Right. Uh, we don't listen to the same type of music. Cool. Because at the end of the day, we all want the same thing. And that is the pursuit of happiness. Right. We want our, we want our you know, health and wealth and we want our families to be good. It doesn't matter what your ideologies are at the human level. That's what you want. 
at a spiritual level, that's what you want. So, you know, uh, when it comes to, to, to censorship, uh, you know, I'm, I'm totally against it. And I like to push the buttons of it, you know, all the time. I've been kicked off of Facebook so many times, <laughs> <laughs> right? And yeah, I don't even use Twitter, you know, and, uh, you, you know, it, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's the world we live in and we should not be cool with that. All right, 100. 100, Mr. Gates. Listen, man, it's been a pleasure, bro. A, a, a very, Likewise. A, a, a very, uh, I mean, I don't want to say I'm surprised, but I am. I just didn't oh, expect right. the conversation to go where it did. But right uh, fantastic. I had a great time, Mr. Gates. Very, very impressed with what you do and how you handle yourself, sir. Um, Appreciate uh, you, man. Let everybody know where they can find you. Uh, anything Haterazzi, spelled just like uh, hater, Atsi, like paparazzi. Like paparazzi. Uh-huh. Follow me on Instagram. I just, I just do a bunch of joke memes there, and I do <laughs> announcements for new shows. Right. Um, and yeah, just anything you see, Haterazzi, that's me. Dope. <laughs> so, Find him. Yeah. Haterazzi. It's Mr. Right Gates. On. As for me, my name is Billy Ray Valentine, otherwise known as Billy the Kid. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to ride out of here. Thank you for sticking around. Thank you for listening today. We appreciate each and every one of you, man. And uh, stay up, stay safe, stay healthy. And uh, go get happy, right? <laughs> right on. No matter what that means, go do it. Go do what you need to do. Well, as long as you're not harming anybody else. All right. Take All it right. easy now. Bye bye. Hold on, Mr. Gates. Right on.